Parsha podcast for Parsha's Tetzave. Um The podcast is dedicated to Zechanishmas Maoz Morel Hashem Yimkin Domai, the son of our alumna Varder Windsor Morel. May the Morel and Windsor family both uh, have Nechamas from the Bala Nechamas and Klal Yisrael should be Zecha to see the B.S. Gael Tzedek Nemher Amenu, and we all daven fervently that the current Matzav should be uh, should come to an end and Amir Tzashem we should be Zecha to Binyam Ba'is it's appropriate this week's parsha. The parsha talks about the mitzvah. You should take pure olive oil, kosis crushed for light. Um, in the writings that we will write on the parsha, perhaps we'll flesh this out in a different way. But I want to first mention mention. Um, Azayar, excuse me, the Arachayim. The Arachayim in this week's parsha writes, "B'derech remez yisbara kosev." He says, um, "The pasuk of kosev lamar crushed for light lahalis nertamid to bring up a light constantly." He says the Arachayim quotes Azayar, and he says, "Kidal gol yisrael yisrael." The four exiles of Klal Yisrael, Kol Achsen, Nigalumimena B'schus Echad. Each one of them, Klal Yisrael, will be redeemed in the schus of one, one person. Golos Bavel, the first Golos to Golos Bavel, Nigalum B'schus Avram Avinu. Second, the Golos of Madai, Nigalum B'schus Yitzchak. The third, Golos Yavon, B'schus Yaakov. And the fourth one, Golos Edom, the Golos that we are in currently. We will be we will be redeemed in the Rabbeinu. and therefore he says the Golos is so long because as long as we're not being Isaac Bateri Vimitsis Lushma a Mesha a quote the Zayar the Zayar quoted by the Arachaim a Mesha Khafis Ligol in about one Minatari Mesha Rabbeinu doesn't want to be redeemed with those who are Mavatatara. And this is the remez here about Tatisavis Bnei Yisrael. He says that that ain't Tzav Elamalchus. That Tzav means that Tzav a command comes from the Melech that Moshe Rabbeinu will rule over us in the future. And the Tznai is that Klal Yisrael has to learn Torah. V'yichu elech Hashem and Zayizach. Yirmezal Atayu Shenimshel L'Shemen is. Uh, hinting to the Torah that is compared to oil, just like oil lights the world, so to Torah lights the world. You have to learn Torah without sediments um, that Chassidshon holds something back from Torah, and it says Kosis crushed. A person has to crush himself to learn Torah, meaning Messias Nefesh. Um, we, we know Chazal tell us, Torah is not 
isn't sustained except for by somebody who, who kills themselves over it. This is the Pasukim Bamidbar, Yateskidala. Zaysatayra tells us about the Tayra Adam Kiyamas Bail. It's talking about Paraduma, Bachazal Darshan, and the Tayra ain't the retain Miskaimnel, but Mishame Misasmela. Lamar, he says, Darachayim, Gamkin Lafidarkain, who gives mana Golos, Nechshachmar Shechina. He says, during the time of Golos, the light of the Shechina is darkened, and we have an obligation, Lalas Nertamid, that we have to, 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 to learn the Torah so that we, we bring the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the world on a permanent basis. The... During these very difficult times, it's easy for us to fall into a state that's called Marishchayra, depressed, darkened, um, because we feel crushed. We feel crushed by by what happened at Rahman al-Utsan on October 7th. We feel crushed on a regular basis as we hear people who slowly but surely are turning against Israelis and accusing them of, of genocide. I, I, I can't even fathom the chutzpah of using a word that, to, that was, I, I would assume, the, the description of what happened to us in, in, during the Second World War and taking that, that we're committing genocide, to take the word of people who use humans as shields and use hospitals as shields. And all of a sudden, everything they say about everything, casualties, atrocities, me'alavatav, all of a sudden they have such a nemonus. And it's only natural for us to feel during a time like this, ma'iyah, what's going to be? And how are we going to, what's the way out of this? And the more we think about it, the darker it looks. The, so many people making decisions of, of um, life decisions. People who once upon a time considered um, an Ivy, Ivy League to be their destination now worry about how poison the Ivy is for the Jews. Uh, and it's nothing that we have to reiterate. We, we all know what everybody else is feeling. We almost live in two different in two different universes. We have the universe of our life before October 7th, and we have the universe of our life after October 7th. Somebody asked me, you know, is there, you know, Rabbi, do you have anybody fighting in Israel? from your family, I said, the way we look at it is, they're all our family, they're all our sons, they're all our daughters, and that's how we feel. It's very difficult when we hear the things that happen, the young people, Rahman that gave their lives up, the defending Eretz Yisrael, when we hear all of this, it's very, very difficult for us to see where the way the way forward is. And we have to know that I heard in the name of the Chayzenberger Rebbe Zechotadik Levracha who was a, 
at a level of, of, of suffering and persecution in the camps and what he lost in his family uh, is aimless shire that a person could continue to build up to, to continue on and then rebuild the pieces from the ashes. But somebody um, was, it was reported that somebody asked him during those days when nobody, when the Klala of Babaker Yemami meet in Arab, Arab meet in Baker in the morning, a person will say what will be in the evening, and in the evening a person will say what will be by morning, where they live through that Klala. So a person came, a professor came to the Kloisenberger Rebbe, and he asked, and obviously this is a question that was expressed with tremendous amount of pain. He says, and he said to him, Rebbe, what, Rebbe, what do you think now about the lot of the Jews? Like, like, like uh, now you're going to say something? Like, like, what's the positivity here? And the Rebbe answered, the Rebbe writes, he answered, I, I, I responded to him, it will be good. And when I saw that he was astonished by what I said, I explained to him the following, I'm not a prophet. But what my thoughts in my heart that it will be good are 100% correct. And just like I know that, like the Pesach says, may from evening until morning, when we even talk about the Ner Meir about Baker, from evening till morning, just like I know that every single night is followed by a morning, so to this thing. He says, if you ask me, and the Rebbe continues, if you ask me about my personal lot, what's going to happen with me, what's going to happen with my family, I don't know how, I, I don't know what to answer you. He says, because I already said to you, I'm not a prophet. I don't know what's going to happen. But when, if your question is, what your question is, is what is the future of Klal Yisrael? On that, I know, I know with absolute certainty that we are going to be saved. The Rishayim Arurim, I know that they, the cursed wicked ones, they're going to be wiped out and they're going to be lost. And Taka, you know, the thousand-year Reich was a matter of 12 years or so. And the Rebbe continues to, to say, he says, we've seen this numerous times, one time after the other, in the everlasting sojourn of our nation. He says, he writes, when many oppressors rose up against us and they plotted against us and committed atrocities against us, ain misbar, infinite, there's no number. He said, he writes, at the end of the day, most of them disappeared. They're gone. They're finished. Klal Yisrael is chai v'kayim. Atamaytzi B'Yisrael writes to Rabbi, you find in Klal Yisrael 
Mishpacha Shleim is full families. And the, and you find, says the Rebbe, and this is, he's saying this during the Holocaust, but how true do we know that this came about from the Holocaust? He writes, Shemakar Yechusam Hu Mehudi Kaddish Echad, that the whole, you have families, full families, extraordinary families, healthy, vibrant, Yiddish Nachas families, that their entire um, existence began with one Jew who was killed at Kiddush Hashem generations ago, and the perpetrators, the ones that killed them, you don't find any yichus among the nations. And the at the end, it says, at the end of the conversation, the this professor admitted to the rabbi that he was right, and he fell on his shoulders and they cried together. So, we know, Rav Gifter famously said, for the one who, who has, um, for the one who ha has questions, there are no answers. For the one who has answers, there are no questions. And we know every night we go to sleep, and we know that the next morning there's going to be light. Some safer tells, speaks to Gemara, and he says a very interesting shot in the Gemara. Some safer says that the Gemara in Shabbos, that Kufayam and Beis says, Somebody who cries over a, a, a person, a worthy person. counts the tears and puts them in his in his treasure house. Some Sefer says, why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu have to count the tears? He says, it's Pasha, we know. These tears are Chashev in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And like any Dabr Chashev, he, he says, any Dabr Chashev, a person has a large amount of money, he counts it. Like any Dabr Chashev is counted. What's the Chiddush? So the Sam Seifer says that the bracha, we, we know the Gemara tells us in Tainus Stav Ches, that Eina bracha that bracha is found by things that are and hidden from the eye. He says in our, what the Gemara means about that HaKadosh Baruch Hu counts the tears. So why doesn't HaKadosh Baruch Hu just leave them, keep them Samimanayin? So he says since Hashem wants us to bring wants to bring us to a matzav where the tears stop and the time of the gula should come. So therefore he counts the tears. The, the son Seifer says it's a hamlatsa. He says it in, 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 a, in a, a joyful way. In order that there should be ayin hara on the tears and so Yisrael will never have to cry again. And he says the Kleisenberger Rabbi Khalila that we should lose hope. And he says, after everything that happens to us, everything 
that we have to endure throughout the generations. We have to remember, we should, Kleisenberg uh, doesn't write this, and just, we know that there's a tzlach in Mesechtas Pesachim that says like this. It's a famous tzlach, uh, and if you haven't heard it before, you'll remember it. It's an extraordinary tzlach. The Tzach says on the Pasuk, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad, that there are times that a person sees Hashem's Midas Arachimim, that's Elkeinu, symbolized by Elkeinu. There's times that a person sees Midas Adin, which is, which is um, signified by Hashem Yudkei Bavkei. <coughs> Excuse me, by Elikim by is the Mid of Din. Yudke Bavke, Shema Yisrael Hashem. Yudke Bavke is the Mid of Sarachman. is the Mid of Din. But no matter what, after it's all, uh, after it's all said and done, Hashem Echad, it comes the Mid of the same Rachmanus, and the same Din comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, who's a Vino of Rachman. I want to share with you an extraordinary thought. There's a Pasuk that says like this. They found me, the enemy watchman patrolling the city. They, they bloodied, they struck me, they bloodied. Me nasuas redidi me alai shemei achaimus. They stripped my mantle of holiness from me, the watchman of the wall. When we look at this pasuk, hikuni psauni, they they wounded me, they bloodied me, they beat me. If somebody would ask us to tell them where this pasuk is, we would. Almost a hundred percent of us, the ones who don't know Nevi'im uh, Ksuvim, would all say that we would take the guess that the pasuk is a pasuk in Eicha. It has the Eicha flavor, the flavor of suffering. It says, but the truth of the matter is, this pasuk is in Parakei, pasuk Zion of Shirashirim. Shirashirim is the Sefer that speaks about the tremendous love, the tremendous connection, the intimate, the intimacy between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael. And this is to teach us that there are makas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us that are, that are makas of love, that are painful afflictions of love, that and they're really serious to Sishbachas. They're put in the safer that expresses that love more than anything else. Just like a father, that sometimes a father, sometimes a father has to punish their child. And when the child, when the father sees that the child needs a fundamental chinuch lesson, sometimes. He will hit the child. It's the same child that it's the same father that hugs the child, and obviously, 
such a father, I'm not talking about a father who does it <coughs> in anger, we're talking about a father who does it to be mechanech their child. So we know that that father does it with a kavanah l'teva. It's only for good. And if that is um, the case, so then we have to take away from ourselves. We have to, to take a step back. And we have to say it comes from love. We don't understand it. The child may not understand it when the father when he experiences it from the father but we have to when we are able to take a perspective and step back for a moment and saying this is coming to teach us something from a father whose love has sustained us for thousands of years for century after century year decade after decade year after year day after day and and if it's happening to us, it's because we could process it in such a, 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 a fashion. I want to end with the following. We don't know anything from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can't fathom the ways of the unfathomable, omnipotent Creator. But it has to be clear to us, like the sun in the afternoon, that everything is for good. Kol, kol, everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is Lataiva. If this idea is clear to us, if we understand this, so then we can, we can see and we can feel that even in the in the most difficult of moments, we can elevate ourselves and experience the incredible love from HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, and, and um, the during it, I, I didn't see which mashkiach it was but during one of the wars in Eretz Yisrael, Mashkiach gathered together his Talmidim and he said to them like this, Despite the, the fear that we're living in, even though we're involved in war, could be it was a Gulf War, when the missiles are above our heads, the Ulachem Talmidai, no, my students, if we don't use these days, particularly these days when we're in such a difficult matzav, for chizik and amun and the, the days aren't going to come back to us. The opportunity to achieve amun and bitachin at moments like this is endless. And when the, when, says, when the war is over, Mertzeshem, and the missiles stop, we're not going to be able to achieve the same chizek in the moon Bitochen that we can achieve now. Rebellion Lapian once darshaned the following. The Pesach said, it's a Pesach, it's a parak of Tehillim that has become extremely relevant to many of us. It's a tillum 
that's said in many shuls. Okay, Maskele David Tfila, the beginning of Parish Kufman Bays one forty two, Bamaar in the cave. David Amelech said this capital when he was in the cave, when it was he was completely surrounded by darkness. But he said Maskil from Seichel, from think about it. Think about it. Because then he was given the Kalim, he was given the, the strong ability to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu even by Ma'ara. If he wasn't by Ma'ara, if he wasn't in the cave, the word masculine perhaps wouldn't have applied. Mirzashem, we should be grateful despite the terrible darkness that envelops us despite the terrible personal suffering that so many feel, we can we who are here can only imagine. We know the pain that we feel. We know the longing that we feel. We can't even imagine what families that have lost kedushim are going through. But we should take the opportunity to be mechazik ourselves in the moon and bitachin. And in Mirza Shem, we should be zeicha to the Gula Shleim of Meherib And the learning that we did today should be as chus for Ma'oz Morel, Hashem Yinkim Damay, and Anachama for the Morel and Linzer families. Have a good day.